You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, Episode 17, recorded June 14th, 2011. Checks in the mail. The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, the Disney vacation experts, and by the official ticket center. For tickets to your favorite Central Florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates. Welcome to another edition of the Intercot Insider. This is episode mm, 17. Is that right? Yes. See? With (laughs) with me, we've got some newbies tonight. Uh, Actually, one newbie and one uh, other person that's been on a long time ago. I a think. past, a, a past guest host. A past guest. There you go. That was the word I was looking for. Uh, with us tonight, regulars Ian Mitchell, Carol Robert, uh, a past guest host of uh, Nancy Rossetti from Magical Journeys. Yay, Nancy. Yay, Nancy. And uh, Jeff Vladko, JPL from the boards. Uh, Welcome, a, Jeff. A yeah, well, thank you. How you doing? Hey, there he is. All right, New York I representing. Just- I just want to let you guys know I uh, stopped watching my Verizon video, Horizons video, put down my beer, and left the couch with my Duffy bear. So I think we're covered tonight. <laughs> there we go. Done. We got it's right done. out of the gate. Our mentions, boom, out of the gate. We just done. at some point have to sing, and then we'll be all good. This is true. <laughs> Nancy, we're going to leave that up to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass that. Actually, I'm thinking, to... Nancy, you should do the package, you know, overview that you're going to do sing while it? singing. You would actually should sing it, you know, to the tune of "It's a Small World." There is just one package that you know something oh, along those lines. And with that, start. Ian's got our singing done for there the night. Thank you, you Ian. That that took care of that. All right. Hey, I'm here all week. So uh, we've got a another full schedule here. Um, taping right now to get it in before I head down to Walt Disney World. Ian just return carol jeff nancy have you been no, i'm not going until october okay you've got a little ways jeff december for disney world and august for disneyland and the d23 expo oh nice that's right and you mentioned oh. uh, we're going to have you tweeting from that on the uh, intercot um uh, twitter channel the twitters the twitters it'll be there at intercot nancy are you twitter heading- cot. <laughs> twitter cot yeah nice <laughs> may have to register that uh, Nancy, are you going anytime soon? Um, not till September, and actually, I'm going over to Universal for Haunted Halloween Nights. Oh, are you? Oh, well, that's a good time. We'll we'll have to talk about that on a, on a future episode. Uh, I've been there almost every year because I'm there in October, and they do that up really. Yeah, nice. those are creepy ones. Yeah, they're they're yeah, genuinely scary. Completely yeah. different experience from being at uh, at Disney's celebrations. Um, so, Nancy, uh, always great to have you on. And, of course, uh, your specialty is travel. Um, and um, we've got some new promos that have come out in the last few weeks. Um, and we've got some 2012 packages um, also that have been released. Um, what, what do you know? What can you tell our folks? What's on the horizon? Um, the favorite package right now is for this year for the dates of August 28th to September 24th, and it's the Memories Vacation Package, which is yeah, what's a totally about? new name. Yeah. But it is free dining, but you also get a photo book from PhotoPass. So oh. 
Okay, so that's that where you get to. They're actually going to produce a book for you out of yeah, your pictures. You, you do the photo pass with the photo pass photographers, and when you get home, you sign in and you create your own book, and oh, then they nice. send it to you. Yeah, we've done it before. It's actually a nice service. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a little on the pricey side, so free would make it a lot more appealing. But it well, it's, cool. it's a good it's a good added product. Package, well, yeah. I mean, nothing's free, but at least, if it, at least if it felt free, it would it would be. But it's a really nice product. They they do a really great job. It's, it's well, I like PhotoPass anyway. We usually yeah, get the CD, yeah. which is expensive too, but the book would be nice. Well, the I question like, is: uh, so, so you've done it before, Ian? How many? About how many pictures do you have to have to make a good photo book? Yeah, you know, like I'd say, like you want twenty to thirty. I mean, it's a nice album, so I mean, you know, it okay. depends on how you lay it out. I mean, they offer a ton of different layout options. So, probably do. Yeah, the, so he thinks that it's probably more like fifty. The dog. That's what he just said. <laughs> a little argumentative with. Yeah, you I know. Well, I mean, you know, it's just it's different opinion, I guess. Um, <laughs> but you know, you can lay them out in different ways. But you know, I mean, it's it, look if if it's quote-unquote free, you know, mm-hmm. you made you made a different opinion. I mean, I think, you know, if you want to get your money's worth out of it, you're going to want to make a nice, pretty pretty sizable album. So, I mean, I, I want to say we had about 30 pictures in ours. Yeah, I have an ulterior motive for asking because we're doing a family reunion down there uh, next week. So I was thinking, you know, boy, we, we should all get photo pass and then put yeah. them together and then maybe do a an album mm-hmm. uh, of our trip down there. So. <laughs> The nice thing that I liked about the way that they have it set up too is it's it's very um, I mean you can do a lot with it. It's not just like okay, you know here give me these pictures in a book. It's highly customizable. You can pick layouts and backgrounds and you know uh, overlays and twinker you know Tinkerbell on the corners. And, you know I mean it they give yeah, you a lot the, of options. The date. Yeah, the okay. dates. I mean even down to the fact that like you could put an Epcot frame around your Epcot pictures and it you know I uh, I mean again it it's all different. You know, depends on, on how how complex you lay it out. Right. Um, you know, obviously affects the price, but it, it was it's a nice product. It's very nice. We we the one we have is on our shelf here. Stays out. Sweet. So it's a good good add on to a package. Uh, it seems Nancy seems like folks would enjoy that. We were actually it's funny because we were just talking the last uh, podcast or two about. You know how the vacation packages used to come with good promos and you know things like the spaceship Earth I have that I store junk inside of uh, you know pins and things like that and I've got a photo frame to my right from the 2000 celebration and and stuff like that. I have that. a bunch of Beanie Babies that we got the one time with. <laughs> that Ian's Ian's holding up an Epcot Center license plate. Tell me you actually got that as a promo item. I did not, but I just got it, and isn't it really cool? Oh my God, that is like so uh, retro. retro. No, it's not retro. It's it's legit. It's it's vintage. It's not retro. Oh no, were you on eBay, Ian? No, that is a freebie. A freebie from what? Where where are you getting this stuff? So um, it's kind of a long story, but I uh, they came from a family member. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Well, now all you need is the 1984 Epcot uh, album. Or your, your the actual bag. vinyl, 
<laughs> or figment, yeah. There you How go. you doing, figment? Figment doll. Okay, this is this is an audio podcast. Show and guys. tell. Yeah, we're yeah. we're, we're doing show and tell with, with video. Yeah, yeah. Let's tweet pictures of all of these later. <laughs> yeah, until we. Yeah, you can do that. That that's actually not a bad idea. So we've interrupted Nancy. Nancy, so we've got that. Uh, do it, Nancy. That going. Yeah, sorry, Nancy. This is kind <laughs> of the fine. way it goes every week. I know. I listen. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, the other offer out for this year so far is the room-only discount, which is good for dates 8-14 to October 1st. Um, mm. Lead-in is the Value Resorts at $69, okay. Moderates at 129 Deluxe Resorts at 189 So if you don't need tickets and you don't want dining, it is you know a relatively pretty good deal. Yeah. Well, it used to be. Now, now what, do they release... Uh, dates after that uh, for room only discounts and things like that or does October not get discounted um, historically they haven't been as great but lately there have been discounts for October November and December back in the late 90s there was mm-hmm. never any discounts for October right, right. November and December yeah but I remember about mm, five or six years ago we used to be able to get them but I, I have ulterior motives there too Yeah, <laughs> they, there should October. be something for your <laughs> For your meeting, John. Yeah, there you go. Nancy go, knows I go down there every October. So, uh, sort of okay. way you mention it every podcast. Yes. All right. All right, Mr. Grumpy Pants over there. <laughs> All right. Sorry, it's late. We're recording this episode very late, so I'm a little tired. I apologize. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, keep him engaged or else he'll fall asleep. He's Mr. leaning Mr. back Happy before you know it. Uh, so, all right, so we've got those. Um, 2012. And other- Oh, the other okay, new go ahead. news is 2012 packages are out. Okay. Which... Earliest in Disney history. Wow. Well, that says something. Trying to get a jump on uh, revenue booked uh, for the future. But that, I mean, exactly. that's good for everybody around, I guess. So um, what's, the, what's the scoop as far as that goes? Um, Do we know anything? Yeah. Oh, we lost her. She's Plug and unplug, Nancy. Yeah. There you are. I think you're um, back. There you go. Packages are still magic your way. The mm-hmm. changes are that the quick service dining mm-hmm. only includes one snack instead of two. The regular dining stays the same with a table service, a quick service, a snack, but you also get a resort refillable mug. Oh, that's a nice little perk. Mm. Which, yeah. Which and a lot of people the price are really happy about. I would be. That's cool. Uh, the premium and the platinum packages now require a three-night minimum rather than a one-night minimum. Hmm. And the wine and dine package has been discontinued. Oh. There's a wine and dine package? And yeah, I was the last couple about, of years they've offered that. I was just thinking about adding that on for my next trip. What a bummer. Oh, well. Really? I get I'd, wine all the time with my meals done. Well, no, no, I typically do too, but I'd never. Well, you know, I don't do the whole free dining thing so it wasn't too terribly expensive either is no, it no it was a, it was a no yeah. i wanted to do it no, actually it was the, reasonable yeah. but evidently it wasn't popular i'll say well, it was not popular at all yeah, yeah. either well, that or at least a lot of people knew about it I, I, I don't think a lot of people knew. yeah well that's another good point Jeff. sometimes it goes the other way you know uh, if we're it's losing. too popular they just raise the price we're losing money on the wine 
Well, you know, I mean, if that, they would, I would think they would just read. That's what they did with the dining plan. I mean, when the dining plan first came out, it was like dirt cheap. It was like thirty-two dollars a day or something to add on, and you and know, you now, got appetizers and, and yeah, and the tip was included too. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and then they did away with the tip and they did away with the appetizer, and now it's forty-five bucks. So typically, what the way it works is they hook you with the with the low price in the beginning, and then if it works, they jack it up. So I think it's probably more likely that just people are just weren't using it. Well, I think, and they keep subtracting from it, too. Like she, Nancy just said, it's right. only one snack. Yeah. Well, that was the quick service one, right, Nancy? Yeah. Yeah, it's just the quick yeah, service. I never used that one. But I'm, I like the plus, they plus the um, the basic one, which is kind of cool. They plus no, corresponding, no corresponding price increase with that refillable mug, Nancy? Um, well, of course, it was a price increase. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, that's a key detail. We need what, what was the Goes price? Goes without saying. Yeah. Um, well, no. Oh, really? That was fun. Did anybody hear that besides me? No, I, I, I heard, heard it. it. Okay. <laughs> Nance, right. are you still there? Is it Nancy really? switched over to static mode. <laughs> oh, no. thought it was Morse code. Oh. Uh, Get some hold music going here, John. We should really have Disney hold music. You know, that would be good. Nancy, yeah. you're going to have to plug and unplug or something. Uh, I don't know. I, I think we've lost her. <laughs> you guys want me to pull something up from the old Intercot radio? I think it's still on my hard drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Intercot, Intercot radio. That's nice. It's an so obscure fun. reference. Okay, so the I wonder how much the, the last price on the mugs were fourteen bucks. So they've gone up like every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah Which is, yeah, yeah, whatever. The price always goes up. Yeah, but the mugs are still the best value. I mean, if you're going to be at the resort and drink rather than keep going down there and buying a $3 soda. Well, yeah, two to three yeah. bucks a pop. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a eventually. It's- if, if you buy it at the resort, my problem is is that we're in the resort so infrequently, I, I end up getting it and it sits in my room and I never use it. So See, that's the good one of the good things when you vacation with Mel. She can come in with a case of water and <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, load up the, the fridge and you're not... We did that. I mean, we did that the last trip because we drove when down. You drive, yeah. Pieces of water, and then actually we had a my mother's friend join us, and on the way in from the airport, she stopped and picked up a case of water. So we did we did do that too. I mean, that's a huge vacation club benefit, as far as I'm concerned. The fridge and the kitchen, oh. you know, because you yeah. oh yeah, the the fridge is the best. Yeah, that's the extent of my cooking at Vacation Club Kitchen is is I make ice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, full full disclosure, we never cooked anything either. Although yeah. we do, um, we do on occasion, uh, you know, have some cereal or, or something along yeah. those. But there's no there's no cooking going on. Mm-mm. I mean, I just want to say, to, to, sorry I, to interrupt you. And did we get Nancy back? Nancy, am I here? There yeah. is she. Is. Hey, She's Nancy. Back. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so how much did how much did the mugs go up? The mugs themselves, I think they're now fifteen. Yep. Oh, See another dollar. Yeah. Oh, that's and then what's the, the new basic dining plan? Um, they're they actually have weird, really weird pricing because they're pricing for peak season separately and regular season separately, and it's per night uh-huh. difference as well. Oh, wow. And weekends too. 
Yeah, it's we've been trying to figure out exactly. These just came out on Sunday, so we don't huh? have like all the all the math figured out. So yet. now it's like you've you got your stay, people on it. You can pay a different price for dining on the on the for the dining plan on a Friday night and a Saturday night than you are. Oh on. no! Oh, is, yeah, that's what we've been seeing. Um, it used to be easy. We used to say, okay, it's just X amount of dollars to add yeah. on per night. Yeah. Yeah, forty-five on a day or whatever it was. Now yeah. we've actually got to go and through price it out. We don't know. There's been a lot of computer issues. So yeah, we well, don't know if when, this is how it's day or if they're going to fix it. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, sometimes I mean, you know, I'm not critical. So I'm not criticizing the price increase because yeah. you know, everything goes up. That's fine. I, I I do sort of wish that Disney would stop requiring. <laughs> PhDs to plan vacations, you know, like the magic your way, like you know, and you can add this on, and you can add that on, and then you know, and I mean, can I just just give me a like, just give me a vacation, like here's this, I don't need the, I don't need the fifty. Oh, different see, I like that. Either. I never use those add-on things, and they used to come with the hopper passes. You would get your. I never used them. But it was well, yeah. I mean, that's true. So, but, then, but then again, I, it felt. I mean, they were cheaper. So maybe it's just, maybe it's just more obvious because they broke the pricing up that it looks grotesque. But before it was like an all one buried price, so you could sort of be like, well, you know, okay, here's here's my here's what it costs for me. Now it's like this whole big long convoluted. You know, do you want add? You want non-expiration? Do you want? You I think, know? yeah, I think you've got a good point that it it's become increasingly more complex. And and the fact is that you know we because we go all the time, yeah, it's we like we, we're numb to it almost. But but you know, yeah, not only with tickets. Now you've got it with dining. Okay, do I want this kind of dining, that kind of dining? Do I want this kind of add-on? Do I want that kind of add-on? Okay, room-wise, do I need to buy through a package or do I need to buy separately? What should I do there? Of course, Nancy's going, that's why I'm here. Yeah, well, that's true. She's got a good point. I mean, it's probably making her life a lot better because people are starting to go, I, I can't figure this out. I need to turn to own. an expert. I, I really have to turn to an expert, right. I'll tell but, you, we work with spreadsheets all day long. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. But I mean, but that, it used to be trouble? a lot easier. Like, is it? Does it? I mean, does anybody think that's a little strange that you need a spreadsheet? Like, I if I want to go to the Grand Canyon, like I pick up the phone and I go, I want to go to the Grand Canyon, and they're like, sweet, it's twelve hundred dollars. Okay, thank you. Yeah, like, yeah. Here's a cost for your room, and uh, I have I have a spreadsheet. Have I go to Disney World too. Like, do I? I mean, I don't know. I just wonder. I wonder if Disney ever really stops to think about the way that the think their decisions that they make are perceived. I mean, I'm sure these are all dollar-driven decisions. You know, we'll maximize revenue if we do. But but after a point, you're starting to get into where you're like really impacting the guest experience with all this convoluted nonsense. Well, I think. I think- I think there is a certain amount of uh, we don't want you to plan this yourself almost anymore. Maybe I mean, and that, that, if that's actually the case, then I, then then I think maybe I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, if that's one of their core, you know, intents, then then fine. I mean, obviously we don't have that kind of insight into their into what their objectives are, so that's okay. Right. I mean, I you know, but it does seem a little. I mean, that seems a little bit odd. That they would intentionally try and obfuscate things to the point where you know you can't plan your own vacation. Well, I think some of it's definitely intentional because people don't really people who don't know what they need and they go buy a hopper. They're going to say, "Give me the best hopper you have," and they're going to pay for exactly. no expiration, <laughs> the water parks and fun, and everything else. And you know where it might cost me and you half that. Right. Yeah, actually, that's a good way to look at it. You're right. I think by making it a little more complicated, yeah, they're 
they, they just sort of they do probably have the opportunity to sell people things that maybe they don't really realize they don't need you know because to john's point earlier we we know this stuff inside and out and upside down and you know we go no i don't want that i don't need that yeah. i need this you know whereas with you know and and look magical journeys is you know is a very ethical travel agent and they're not going to sell you a bunch of stuff that they that you don't need and i can attest to that because i've used their services many times right but i'm sure there's others out there that are like oh you want to go to disney world okay here you know here's what it costs and people already expect i think disney world to be expensive so if they come at you with some you know big number you're like oh okay i guess it's just what it costs but you, you're probably getting a lot of stuff you don't need but you know what and we can we talk about that part on occasion too about the thing about it being so expensive or whatever the reality is i mean it, yeah all of us are kind of like okay well you know i live near ocean city maryland okay so if i go to spend a week at the beach do you i mean do you realize what that oh, costs yeah. well, do you want to talk I mean, about that now or do you want to talk about that when we talk about the actual price increase for the tickets no i mean this is all going to lead into the ticket yeah. prices no, so we might, we might as well I talk mean, about that yeah i still think it's a value uh, you know, I, I, well, let me put it this way. I think if you know what you're doing, it's a value vacation. I mean, if you you're go right. long enough, you know, I think there's yeah. a certain amount of that though. Cause if yeah. you just go for one day in and out, it's yeah. Even, the, even then, I totally disagree with that. If I walk up to the door, I know you do to the magic kingdom and I plunk <laughs> down 85 bucks right you know, in the morning, the park opens at nine o'clock, right? The park opens at nine o'clock in the morning. I right. walk in the door I'm going to get 13, well, maybe not 13. What time do they usually close? 12. I'll get 12 hours, at least, of entertainment for 85 bucks. Depends when you go. Well, it, even so. I mean, you might close at 6 or 7. Or you might be on FastPass for three hours of that. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to have fun for 10, 11, 12 hours, maybe longer, depending on when I go. If I go and spend the same amount of money... I'm going to sit in the worst seats in the arena, and I'm get three. I'm going to get three hours worth of entertainment out of watching a hockey game, where maybe my team loses or maybe my team wins. You know, maybe some drunk guy spills beer on me. Jeff, he, jump in here. What did you just pay? Yeah. You were saying, yeah. That? I mean, we usually go to the game, and we end up spending between me and my stepdad about two hundred dollars a game with eating and everything else thrown in, and the tickets. Right. And you're there three hours, and if your team loses, you're absolutely miserable. <laughs> and as a devil fan, you're be miserable at Disney. You know what you're getting. It's eighty five bucks for a great day. Now look, you know, I don't pay eighty five dollars because we don't go for one day, but I'm I just don't think it's that expensive. A concert have anybody priced out concert tickets lately? Yeah, like, actually yeah. I have. The worst seats in the house are hundred and fifty bucks for Try going hours. to a Broadway show. A Broadway show. Exactly. Somebody mentioned on the boards lift tickets. A lift ticket to a good ski hill is like ninety seven dollars for a day. Now at least you're getting a comparable duration of entertainment right. there. Yeah, whole day. I, I just fundamentally disagree that the, that their prices are, are too expensive. I really do. I and believe me, you you guys know I'm critical of Disney when I think it's time to be critical. But the price thing, I, I I'm totally in Disney's camp. They do market research. They know what their competitors are right. and they know what the market's going to bear. I was there two weeks ago. The parks were packed, packed. If they if they don't raise their prices. With that kind of demand, you know, they're just not fulfilling their financial obligation to their shareholders because they can, there's more revenue to be had. Now, I'm more than willing to have the discussion about reinvesting some of those dollars in the park and whether or not they're – that's a whole other conversation as far as I'm concerned. Well, the thing – Ian, we can – yeah, we – see, when you start talking about that, I, I don't so much have a huge problem with the money, although – 
you know, it definitely is much more economical to go for multiple days for a big family. Okay, so we'll just throw that out there. And oh, I you know, agree. I'm not implying that the wait yeah. is one day. I mean, that, but, absolutely. But the thing, the, the thing we've talked about before that really burns me is when you charge ninety dollars, and then like let's say you go into Space Mountain, the park's crowded, and they have one side open. Yeah, sure. That, that, that kind of stuff just drives me yeah. nuts. And, so and I've had that some of those experiences on this last trip. We talked right. only very briefly because I was in the car on the way home last right. time, and I'll be happy to go over some of that. You I know, mean, if you're going to charge me ninety bucks, yeah, I give, want, me, give me some value. I want. I, I well, do want some value for my dollar. I, I, like I want. I want. I want. I want. I want yeah, stuff I working. I want stuff working. Exactly. <laughs> Working's always I nice. do, and not enough stuff was working. You know, there was there was some serious attraction downtime. There was some some of that stuff that you're talking about, John, where like inexplicably, you know, they're loading half the line and, you know, there's just some other things that just were, I mean, you know, I'm not, I, overall the trip was fantastic and we had yep. a great time, but, you know, I, when I came back from December, I was kind of cloud nine-ish and it had been a, you know, this incredible, awesome experience it, it, and it was good this time, but there were a few things, especially I really want to talk about the stroller parking at, at Soren at some point in time because that just, I mean, I'm telling right, making making a note now. Stroller just parking Soren. Okay. Stroller parking anywhere really now has just become brutal. Well, this Fantasy was just so maybe they'll eventually have valet parking for strollers. <laughs> well, no, look, I you know I don't mind the fact that I know I got to park my stroller in a certain spot, but you know you can't. <laughs> You can't, you can't, in like completely inconvenience and frankly, oh, I can't even use the word. I guess, um, you know, stick it to people who, who who have children in strollers. I mean, it is Disney World. Like, I get that there's adults that go there by themselves and have a good time, and that's fine. But like, the park was created by Walt so that parents and their children could go to one place and have a good time. So I don't want I don't want preferential treatment because I'm there with my kids, but I don't want to be treated like a second-class citizen. So when I went in with everybody in the morning for Sorrent... I think, I think we're getting into the, the stroller parking what now. What was the problem, Ian? I haven't saying. had a stroller at Disney for 10 years. I, I guess you didn't read my trip reports either, Karen. No, I haven't. I try not to be offended by that. Um, no, well, you know, so you do ramble on a bit. I'm rambling right now. No, it's ten o'clock. It's ten twenty-four at night, John. No trip report wise. Rambling. No, so I mean, in the past, you guys have all been to the land before, right? When you walk yeah. up the door of the land, the strollers are parked along the right, along the left, and yep. in the middle. Yeah. So, and and so in the morning, you know, we go, we line up with all the other people who, quite frankly, have to stand around and then stampede. To Soren because it's the only attraction in Future World that's really worth riding, you know. So what you got to do? Well, it's the only one that's worth queuing up for for a massive line. Okay. You know, so there's 50 million people that run to Soren in the morning. So we do what we're supposed to do. We get there. You know, I'm like at the rope. The rope drops. We follow the the bouncing you know ball all the way over to the land. I get there. And there's some cast member there going, stroller parking's over here, stroller parking's over here. And they're pointing to where the stroller parking is for the Living Seas. Yeah. Which is I've, I've actually seen that where they've started making you park in between the seas. all the way the, over yeah, on the other. So I'm first, basically, for all intents and purposes, I'm at the head of the pack. Not Plus anymore. you have two babies. It's not like you have one baby. Right. I have three kids in strollers because Jake's still a little too young to, to you know. Oh, especially Epcot, yeah. So 
I got to stop. I got to go all the way over to the Living Seas. I got to get my kids out. I have twins. I got to carry both of them back all the way back into the pavilion. By now, like 5,000 people are ahead of me in line. So instead of being one of the first people on the ride, I literally had to wait like 30 minutes. And it's like 9.05. You know, so I, and I and, and the, the thing that really set me off was that, you know, there was a gentleman there with me who, who, who made a comment to the cast member parking the strollers who said, you know, I'm a little, I, I don't understand this. Why, why do we have to park them all the way over here? We used to be able to park them up. And before he could even finish the sentence, she came out with this really annoying Walmart answer. This is where we park the stroller, sir. And he said, no, look, you know, I've been here a lot. Like, this is not where you park the strollers. You usually, and she cuts them off again. This is where we park the strollers, sir. And so, you know, at this point, like, a couple other people were sort of like, you know, no, like, I, even if this is, this is a bad idea. Like, you know, all these people are getting ahead of, and she was having none of it. And, and she, she got an earful from a couple of the people that were there. Her attitude stunk, I mean, on the, on, for number one. And number two, it's ridiculous. I have no idea whose idea that was, but they got to rethink that because... What are they using that space for? Nothing. To this empty. Oh, no, see, that just doesn't make sense then. Right. It's just empty. I mean, there's nothing there. It's not like they put, you know, something... I mean, it's just completely yeah. empty. And they still do the stupid thing where they herd everybody through the one door on the one side, too, so you're, like, all crammed in like cattle. So, you know, that that whole thing and the, and the whole Toy Story Mania thing, I'm just over both of those. Like, I, I'm just done. You know that that cattle that cattle experience is just it's just not fun for me and, and I'm I'm grandma's basement and I are are on not on speaking terms. <laughs> yeah, Sor, right, so Soren and I haven't been on speaking terms in a while. I love the pot. I love Soren, but you cannot yeah. you just can't go. I mean, unless you go with the stampede in the morning and you do all the ridiculousness that goes along with it, forget it. I mean, the the line was like a hundred minutes the entire day when we were the fast passes are gone at, at you know like ten thirty. I mean, it's just, it's, it, you know, and it's reflective solely of the fact that really there's nothing else to do, you know, from a, that compels, that draws large crowds in either Epcot or the studios. Although I will say, the line for Rock and Roller Coaster this trip was, like, inexplicably long. I mean, that, that line for years has been, like, manageable at, like, 10, 20 minutes most of the time. Mm -hmm. Like 70, 80, 90 minute waits for Rock and Roller Coaster. It was really a lot of tour groups coming through and stuff like that. Well, you were there doing Star Wars weekends too, though, right? Uh, Uh, Yeah, but even during the week, I mean, you know, even during the week when there was no Star Wars weekends going on, the line was crazy. So it was just, it was just really, there was, I mean, most, again, you know, 90% of the stuff that went on was, was the usual. You know, flawless, wonderful, and I, I'll tell you, I met a lot of great cast members. So many that I, you know, I noted a lot of names and in 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 my little trip notes because there was just a lot that were just really fantastic. I talked about the the ones at the Animal Kingdom Lodge last week, and I ran into this one woman um, at Downtown Disney who was just one of the best. I've, she'd worked there for you know twenty plus years, and just you know she just got it, and and it showed. And you know, there was a lot of them like that, but there's just. It's, I, and I really think it's the management people. I think for the most part, this, the cast members on the ground have good intentions. I mean, of course, you get some that are, you know, I don't know, they're having a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. Yeah, that's you everywhere. But it's just like the management people just don't think about the impact. And, John, we talked about this with the whole, like, the seating, you know, Nazis. And, and you know, you you can't sit at the table until you get your food. Like, right. Yeah. like that. that yeah, you know, like podcast three or four way back when. Yeah. Seasons like that. That somebody just needs to stop and go, you know, 
like from the guest standpoint, this really isn't a very good idea. Like let, let's it, let's not do this. This may this may be good for some internal reason, right. but it's really it's really not not a good idea from the. It's like but nobody thinks about things from the guest standpoint anymore. Nobody thinks about the little people like you, Grisbon. Like the people who <laughs> the people who pay the bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the people who keep the place running and right. And, yeah, All right, so I'm it's so I'm crossing Stroller Park. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that now. in the future. Okay, that's gone. Good, <laughs> got it. Oh, Check. I'm not even going to ask about Toy Story. I'll read Check. your trip report, Ian. Yeah. No, Toy Story is just the typical, you know, craziness. I mean, I, yeah. and again, like I've just come to the conclusion that the ride's fun, but it's not worth that ridiculousness. Try going to Disneyland where it's not fast passed. Wait, see, I have, I'm lucky with Toy Story. I have Oof. a friend who's a cast member there, so I basically have, if she's out front, I have a fast pass. <laughs> we yeah. didn't hear that, Jeff. Yeah. We, <laughs> so uh, transitioning from prices, because that's what we were talking about before right. Ian's stroller experience. Um, ticket prices went up. Yes. Uh, um, like slightly, but they're still up. Carol, you have some of the it went up um, from eighty-two dollars to eighty-five, okay. and um, the children's pass three to nine um, went up five bucks. Um, but the add-ons mm-hmm. really didn't. The um, park hopper add-on only went up a dollar, and um, also to add in the water parks and more, also only went up a dollar. So um, the no expiration. Some of those went up like twenty bucks a pop, depending Ouch. on how long. Yeah, how long yeah, your we, trip is going to be. Pretty um, big ding on the pretty big ding on the on the APs too. I mean, a regular non-resident annual pass went from went up twenty bucks. A premium went up twenty bucks. You know, so you're talking about like three and four percent increases on the annual passes. So, so the annual pass is now ten and older, six ninety one nineteen. Yeah. That's for a premium, though, right? Right for for a premium. Yep, and five fifty two seventy four. Say that number again, John. Six ninety one nineteen for the premium annual, and five fifty two seventy four for I the have six forty nine for that. Maybe these are prices without taxes. Then. Yep, these are. This is from the official site. Okay, yeah. So these are prices without taxes. So yeah, I mean it's a lot. I mean you know that's a big, it's a four percent increase. I mean, it's you a know, big chunk. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, the bigger, ch- the, I mean, some of the prices. I mean, the ten day, the ten day pass went up eleven percent. I mean, it went up from two sixty two to two ninety one. Right. I mean, again, these are prices without taxes, so you got to factor in the seven percent. So a ten days now, you know, well over three hundred bucks. Yep. Yeah, it's. It's getting there. So uh, even more reason to contact our sponsor, the official ticket center, and get your tickets at low, low rates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with it. Just had to get that in there. But, I mean, so even, you know, you're talking about $311 <laughs> for a 10-day pass. I mean, you know, it's 30 bucks a day. I know. Well, yeah, especially when you get out af- after about four days. I mean, the, the effective cost per day really starts getting down. And we're to the point even where... It's like, okay, well, you know, that fifth day we might or might not go. Well, I'm just going to add it on anyway because it's only Yeah, it's going to cost you $9. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And that's what they want you to do because everybody who makes that decision, they get an extra nine bucks and, you know, they're going to get, get nine, the hotel. You get $9 enough times so that adds yeah. up. And then, right. And you get the extra hotel night and then you get the extra food money and you get exactly. the extra, you know, you, you maybe you pick up an extra souvenir while you're there because the kids are complaining. So. You know, yeah. yeah. 
And it's, it's a good pricing model for them. I mean, it, it, you know, it's just good business. The guests, you know, are they going to price themselves out of their market someday? I don't know. They sure haven't yet. But, I mean, I, it's a smart model. I mean, they, they, they do what they should be doing as far as, you know, running the business and, and getting driving revenue. I mean, you want to pe- keep people on property. We, we talked about it again just real real briefly on the last podcast but you know we 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 didn't even we didn't even get all the stuff done we wanted to get done in disney world we we didn't even consider leaving and going somewhere else you know we were like ah we never got to do this that and the other thing and you know you feel a lot like you mentioned john you know the one trip that you went to you know universal and spent a small fortune and i almost i'm like i already have paid admission to disney world like i'm not going to go pay money somewhere else it's just like, you know and and that's what they want you to do and it works so good for them right. you know they're running yeah, their effectively it does and you know i i do think there there is that perception though that that uh, going to disney is really expensive and there was i don't know if you guys saw on the twitter feed there was a reality check that happened to me the other day so i i went in uh wearing my epcot center t-shirt classic Epcot Center t-shirt, much like the license plate you just showed, right? Mm. And I go, I go into the local Dunkin' Donuts where I'm friends with the, the folks that, that work there, okay? You know, t- teenagers, um, young 20s, uh, working behind the counter. There were four of them. And I went in, the, the girl behind the counter, uh, Mary is her name, and she says, oh, that's a really nice shirt. I really like the colors. And it's, you know, it's got that gradient from, that goes from like, pink to orange to whatever yellow or sort of like this yeah stuff. kind of like that exactly <laughs> <laughs> this is a audio is podcast pink, red, orange, okay. and yellow John. all right all right so um bottom line is she's like oh that looks really nice and she goes what is that i'm like epcot you don't know what epcot is and she's like, I don't have any idea. What What's Epcot? And uh, I'm like, okay, you, over there. Do you know what Epcot is? No, I don't know what Epcot. I asked four people that work there. None of them had any idea. Well. Had never been to Disney. Di- none of them had ever been to um, Disney World. Our well, view of world is skewed, you know? I mean, our no, whole- I know, but th- again, I just, I like to point that out every once in a while. When we sit here talking about all this stuff, you know, we've got folks out there who maybe there is a general perception of how expensive it is, but, you know, and I keep well, telling the- folks, I'm like, do you go to the shore? You know, do you spend a week at the shore? How much did that cost you? Like, you can afford a Disney vacation. So here's the thing that it kind of is about the shore, too. Like, you rent your house at the shore, right? So when you write the check in the beginning, you're writing it for the shore rental. And depending on where you rent, you know, you and and people, again, across the country are like, the Jersey Shore, I don't know what they're talking about. But, you know, beach house. You're getting a beach house. You're getting a beach house. Or a lake house or whatever, you know, whatever whatever your your equivalent is. Um, and, anywhere can be anywhere yeah, on the coast. And, and you're going to here, your or your lake house or whatever. Right, you know, whatever. exactly. Around here, you know, if it's an oceanfront house on the on the beach, mm-hmm. what's the going rate? It's got to be three grand a week, John. Yeah, something like that, depending yeah. on the size. So I mean, it's three thousand bucks. That's fine. People are like, okay, three thousand dollars. <coughs> There's my vacation. Well, you know, then that then get there plus you know, dining. You got to buy mini golf for the whole week. Plus you got to <laughs> pay for the kids to go to the boardwalk. Plus you got to buy the popsicles on the beach. Plus you got to buy tickets. beach bags and you got to buy tickets to take the kids on the rides and you know yep. by the time you're done, you probably spend at least, you know, 4500 bucks. Well, I mean, we all know, everybody on this podcast knows, you can take a family of four to Disney World for a week and not spend $4500. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, I, you know, I've done trips for a whole week for 1700 bucks. you know, not counting airfare, but even you throw that in, it's what, another, you know, 800 you know, right. $2,500, and that was with dining. So yeah, I the mean, point was, is, folks, yeah, don't really, you know, they don't think about that, and, and they, they just think, oh, gosh, the tickets are so expensive, and then it's going to be this and that, and I'm no, like... they're not using Nancy, that's why. <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, seriously, they're not. Like, you no, know, I went to a trap. I mean, I don't. I, I, don't, I know I've told Jeff this story, and it's probably come up with us. When I first started going to Disney World, I just walked into like Rosenbluth, and I'm like, "Hey, I want to go to Disney World." And they're like, "Okay, it's four forty two hundred dollars." And I'm like, "Well, that's expensive, but all right, whatever." It's like fourteen years ago, right? You know, and I mean, it took me like four or five or six years to realize, like, well, I'm booking like some arbitrary package that she's giving me that includes, you know, a rental car. Those, yeah, plus it's like dinner you know, at Arabian Nights up the street. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Times, yeah. so this coupon I've been to Arabian Nights a few times. It's a good show. That I never, oh, stuff that I never use. You know, like a, oh, you can get a. I mean, and I, and eventually I was like, well, I don't want all that. You know, and then I'm buying like some the big pass that I. I mean, you just you have, if you don't know, you don't know. Like my boss, the guy who owns my company, the CEO of my company, is worth God knows how much money. His biggest complaint, he doesn't understand why I go to Disney. He's like, it's just a big money grab. It's a money grab. That's all it is. You walk in the door, and they're just grabbing your money. They're gra- and I'm like, Peter, first of all, what do you care? You're made of money. And second of all, it's not that bad. You just don't know how to do it. So it's it's just it's perception. And I think it's people don't – we talk about it all the time. Like, you know, people aren't coming to Intercot to find out the deal, and they're, and, and they're not going to Nancy to get the stuff. If they did, they'd be a lot better off. And to, Amen. Put all, and to put all that into perspective, I mean, I took I took my friend's daughters. We went up to the local carnival right. with, oh, yeah. with well, the little with the little rides they threw together in ten minutes and the stands. And within an hour and a half, he spent like hundred and twenty dollars just to have right. him go on the, like five or six rides and play some games and eat. Go yep. down a slide in a in a umbrella bag. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Run through this little fun house. Now that's fun. That takes two seconds. You yeah, want to do it a thousand times. No, you're right. It's absolutely right. I mean, we have a local carnival I walk across the street to, and I've done the same yep. thing where we've blown a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks in a night. It's like, where did that money go to? Yep. Are you kidding me? And we got to the point where we only go on the you know the ride band night where they have it where you know you buy one price and you get to ride all rides. So uh, can't afford the individual tickets. It's crazy. Well, see, and that's what you have to realize with Disney, too, though. You don't have to eat at um, the expensive restaurants. You don't have to stay in a deluxe resort. You can stay in a value resort and eat counter service. It doesn't have to be, you know, an an elite vacation. You can cut corners and whatnot. Right. There's there's guides out there. What's that, Nancy? I said you can cut the corners and still enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's a there's a guidebook out there that tells you how to have, you know, a high end luxury vacation. And there's a there's guidebooks out there that tell you how to do it on a budget. And there's guidebooks for the middle. And there's Intercot that covers it all. And there's I mean, there's yeah, I there's waiting for that plug. Thank people you. just don't avail themselves, you know, to it. And it, and it's just you know it's a shame because I think a lot more people really could afford to go to Disney World than. Than do I think if they, they knew the ins and outs, yeah, they knew the ins and outs, right? But then the question becomes: Look, 
why are there so many ins and outs? Like, why can't <laughs> just make it so much easier to figure out? That's which we've come full circle on this conversation. It's a big place. There's lots to see and do. But it is most complex. Pe- do most people stay a week, Nancy, on average? Well, on what's average. the average? That's a good. Is it five or seven days or what? I would say the average is seven. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you yeah, figure that- there's four parks. So, no, yeah. I, I used to tell folks that, yeah, I, d- I didn't feel like you could do, you'd felt like you were very rushed in four days if you, yeah. so, and you wouldn't enjoy, it would be a theme park commando type yeah. of vacation if you went for four days versus seven or even 10. I mean, 10's getting out there. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can't get that many days off in That's a row. That's the longest I've I ever stayed. Yeah. Same here. Days. And you yeah. know what? I, well, you know what? No, actually, I did. I did go down there one time for two weeks, and you know what was wonderful about it was at the end of the first week, I finally felt relaxed, and I enjoyed the second week of my vacation. It's like I found that two weeks really, if you're really thinking, you almost need two weeks to wind down from the stress of whatever you're doing, and then kind of forget about it, um, and you can really start enjoying yourself. But it is a long time to be away. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, um, right about here is where we normally take a break, and so we'll probably go ahead and do that. Uh, After the break, we've got, uh, let's see, uh, favorite dessert, sit down and otherwise. We're going to do an Intercot's best of on that. Talk a little bit about the uh, Star Tours lines and lines in Disneyland versus Disney World. Um, we got some rehabs, uh, some concert series stuff, Fantasyland, and believe it or not, food and wine festival stuff. So uh, we'll be back in a minute. You stay right there. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Intercot Insider. This is the second half of the show, and we're going to move right into Intercot's Best Of. This is where we talk about our favorite things all across the resort. And uh, in this case, um, we had uh, a request come in, actually, uh, about uh, favorite desserts. It's it's a running topic on the uh, discussion boards, too, right now. Um, so we're talking about desserts... Um, sit down, down and, and uh, uh, otherwise. otherwise. Oh, we've got oh, we've got, got like an got echo like, going on. Echo, echo, cool. echo. Wait, 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 wait! We have picture of Nancy now. What the heck? <laughs> I, I don't happened? know. I'm on my sister's netbook, and it has a camera. Oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> hey, Nancy! <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Got, well, for those of you listening, which would be all of you, uh, yeah, Nancy just showed up with a picture now. That's kind of weird. We were we didn't see a picture of Nancy the whole time, and now all of a sudden we see Nancy. Not that we're saying that Nancy's weird. She's not. She's I didn't say that. Wonderful you, human being. You said that. Now, now you should said, we redo our show and tell for weird. Nancy? No, she could <laughs> yeah. see us. No, she could no, see us. See we just couldn't oh. see her. So sometimes it's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. Especially That's, this is. Especially when it's 11 o'clock at night. See, again, we're going to go way inside here, but when we're taping the show, it's so much easier to know when to speak and when not to speak if you can actually see somebody. And you can also see whether they're sleeping like Ian occasionally does during the podcast. I never actually sleep. 
So I have not I have not seen this this thing in the discussion boards for for um Dessert. Favorite dessert? I haven't either, Carol. So you and okay, I. Okay, good. Un- so we'll be. Well, it's good. Yeah, because otherwise you might be stealing an idea. Yeah, so we have don't, pure don't go searching. <laughs> I'm not going to because I'm so, ready. Okay, no, I'm ready. I actually want to go first, so I'm ready. Nobody can steal mine. Really? We I never do. have a volunteer for going first. Um, yeah. Huh? So we're we're gonna do two different ones. Okay. okay. Which is uh, would be a sit down dessert and. Dessert otherwise, which can be pretty much anywhere in the park or anything from a cart to a, you know, whatever, a walk-up counter service kind of place. So, Can okay. it be extinct? Hey, whatever. I don't care. Okay. I mean, you know, it'd be more helpful if it wasn't because folks are probably looking for suggestions. But, you know, if you got to go there, you got to go there. Gotta go. So speaking of going there, Carol. Okay. So I didn't even have to think about what this. Do you it's have to the say? grapefruit cake at the um, Brown Derby. The grapefruit cake at the Brown Derby. Really? Yeah. You don't Sounds like it? Sounds disgusting. Oh, with oh, cream it's good. Frosting. I just had it. Yeah, is it? It's good. really, yeah. really good. First it's of all, moist. anything with cream cheese frosting is rocking. Yeah. Carol's right. Yeah. But grapefruit. Yeah. Grapefruit cake. Grapefruit it's really good. It's really good. And would a Dole Whip be considered a, a dessert? Sure. Yeah, of course. Yep. Okay, that would be the go otherwise. Because I don't think I've ever had an otherwise. So the grapefruit cake. Just, just t- tell me a little bit about it. What, it's, what, it's, what kind of um, like a yellow cake? Obviously, okay. it's grapefruit flavored, but it's like really moist. Okay, it's like three or four really thin layers of cake. Okay, and it has obviously in between each of those layers, it has um, cream cheese frosting, mm. and it's just really good. My tummy's really crown. What? <laughs> <laughs> we coined we coined a phrase on our, on this last trip, and and I would say I would I would invoke this phrase right now. That grapefruit cake is full of yummy deliciousness. Yummy deliciousness. We said that. Has oh, nobody else is, ever have you had it, Nancy? This yeah. is full of. No, yummy that would not be something I would pick. Um, yeah, 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 me neither. I, either, I don't I eat grapefruit either. Also. I would. Oh. I don't buy grapefruit. I don't eat grapefruit, but I like the grapefruit cake. It's good. It's, it's really good. good. Hmm. Full of delicious. Delicious. Try it. Trust me. Let us yeah. know. All right. Yeah. Send us he some feedback. Talk. I suggested like eight things for him to try in the last in seventeen podcasts. Hasn't tried are you, are you? What are you saying? I'm taking a shot. At you. What, I knew you were. Because what I'm saying. <laughs> well, just because I still haven't done candlelight processional, you're still upset about that. There's other things. I make a yeah, list. Yeah, that, that was disappointing, what, John. I'm because the whole podcast segment on things John promised he was going to do and never has. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not right. You're ganging up on the host. That's yeah, true. All right, I'm going next. <laughs> Ian has his hand raised. Because I have my answer. <laughs> so you have a weakness for the creme brulee from Chef de France. Oh. I um I it just I ha I have to get it at least once a trip. It, and I had maple creme brulee for dessert somewhere else down there and it just wasn't as good. The, the I gotta be the creme brulee from Chef de France. Love it. Okay, um, that's other, nice. I, I always like the creme brulee. Other, you gotta be I, able to throw things in afterwards, just like a side. No, absolutely. Other, uh, in, it, I have to go extinct because I to this day extinct. Hmm. I know what he's gonna say. I know what he's gonna say. The loss of the beaver tail. I knew it. Uh, ah, yeah. I, I mean, the beaver tail. Look, if you've never had a beaver tail mm, in Canada, in Epcot, doughy goodness, really. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really feel sorry, feeling sorry for you because you missed out on some of the best, most yummy, delicious fried dough that has ever been created. There was a what cart. was the name of the? It was something Bob. And I don't even know, but whatever. Bob, Bob. Trader Bob. Tr- yeah, something Bob. Bob. But there was a cart right next to the kind of the entrance to Le Cellier to the left, and they sold beaver tails, and it was like this fried dough, but it was nice and puffed up. And it was covered with like cinnamon sugar and, and it butter, butter and just yeah. it was probably eight thousand calories, but it was fantastic. And I used to get one back in the Tapestry of Nations days. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was a ritual. I'd get a beaver tail, I'd grab a beer from Rosen Crown, sit down, watch the parade, watch the fire. It was like the best night, you know. And and then all of a sudden they just vanished. I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, bring back the beaver tails. I'm with you. Those were good. I'm going to start a Save the Beaver Tails. Save the Beaver Tails. <laughs> there probably is a petition online somewhere. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's somewhere. Didn't they take them out because of trans fats or something? What? No, oh, to heck with trans fats. There's got to be a lot of fats and churros. Yeah, I no, mean. Well, that's just deep fried goodness. Yeah, which so. I almost went with, but I, I figured churros were too obvious, so I didn't. Hmm. Yeah, right, I'm looking. Well, wait, wait. Hold on. Actually, food.com, I just looked, has a Canadian beaver tail fried pastry recipe. <laughs> so, really? yeah, yeah. So, definitely uh, head on over to food.com and then uh, search Canadian beaver tail fried pastries. All right. Well, all that's right? what it was, and it was fantastic. And that would be my, that is my all time favorite. And there was always a line. It does make you wonder, like Nancy said, why they... Well, could, couldn't they have a, come up with a non-trans fat recipe or something? Or, or I mean, they just let people make a choice as to whether or not they want to have trans fat or not? <laughs> yeah, I want more trans fat. It's, it's bad enough that I have the government trying to tell me what to eat. Do I need okay, my vacation? Don't get them started. I would like my beaver tail with extra <laughs> trans fats. I do. Give me a side of trans fat and, you know, an extra helping of calories. Just, I'm going to take an extra Lipitor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, really. You can put the Lipitor stand next door. I don't care. But just give me my what from the Canadian drugstore? Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. We can order drugs from. Can't, can't they just put them outside? You know, I can get a little. Uh, they can have like a Canadian pharmacy. Exactly. Or, or, or in Mexico, we could give a Mexican for a lot pharmacia. That's funny. Or my blood pressure. Dang, I love that. But anyway, I miss the beaver tails. Love them. That was definitely my favorite. Bring them back. Bring them I'm back. with you. Petition online. Yep. Beaver tails. That might right. or else probably. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to work my way across the screen here. Nancy, uh, what uh, what what do you like? Favorite dessert? Uh, sit down and then otherwise. Um, truthfully, the only sit down I can think of is the Ohana bread pudding. No other, I mean, it's a good one. Uh, yeah, it's very popular because I'm basically a vanilla ice cream person. Okay, well, again, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with a good scoop of briars. And and Disney has, like, across the boards, any place where you can get bread pudding, it's usually amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And And the bread pudding comes with vanilla ice cream. (laughs) It's hard to, you know, you can't argue with that. I'm just saying. So, uh, Otherwise, what what, what else do you, I mean, uh, for dessert across, you know, quick service, cart-wise, anything? I don't know if it's considered a dessert, but the the candied almonds 
Oh yeah, yeah. I would oh yeah, yeah, those are good. They're delicious. That's a dessert. More yeah, yummy that deliciousness. Is... They smell as good as they taste. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That's one of those where, yeah, at, you know, a hundred yards away, it's like exactly. Like, mm, <laughs> Every once in a while, you can see these people walking through the parks with their nose following in the air. their like, nose. Yeah. That would be yeah. me. That, that would be Jeff. Where, where's, where's their con around here somewhere? Yeah, I know they are good. Because they keep moving the cart by Fantasyland. It used to be by Toontown, then they moved it a little further over, and then they moved it a little further down, and you just followed the smell from like Tomorrowland right to the cart. Like, I know it's around here somewhere. Yeah. Jeff has gone searching, apparently, for that. Very it's nice. Getting, it's my healthy snack, and if they're not healthy, please don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Almonds are very good for you. They're a power food. I think there's some good trans fats in there. Well, don't mind the fact that it's coated in sugar. <laughs> yeah, really. So, uh, Jeff, what, what do you think? Okay, sit-down dessert, and I'm glad there's only one place you can get it. It's the cream cheese deep-fried wontons at Yak and Yeti. Never had them. I've wow. never had those either. Really? Really? They are unbelievable. Jeez, deep fried wontons. That's on my list. I gotta make that is on my list. Yeah, hold on, make and a list. Cream, cream ice cream cheese. Deep fried. <laughs> deep fried wontons. Wow. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Somebody said you had to try them when and I. And that's went a dessert. There. Yeah, it's a dessert. It almost sounds like it could be like an appetizer or something as well. So. Huh? It's al- it's almost like the uh, cream cheese filled pretzels, the sweet cream cheese filled pretzels, mm. it's almost like that, oh, but yeah, to like the next this. level. Or the Be- cream cheese filled French toast that they do at some of the places. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like oh. that to the next level. Nice with vanilla ice cream, and I think oh. sometimes they put fresh berries with it. You know, for that little healthy kick to it. <laughs> it's it's got to be healthy if it has fruit. I mean, right? I mean, <laughs> fruit wipes out all the bad. That's exactly right. It's <laughs> like so if you eat calories on Christmas, it doesn't count. Right. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. That's a good one, Jeff. I didn't know about that. Okay, one. yeah. They, they see, this is why we're doing that, yeah. to bring oh, out dude. stuff that folks don't know about. Nice. And, Very nice. Hmm, for the quick service or card, I'm going to have to say just about anything from the bakery in Norway washed down with a nice Viking coffee. Yeah, but <laughs> what did they do to the school bread in Norway? They probably took out the trans fat. Probably, because it's <laughs> not the same. Really? They so they changed it changed it and it's yeah, not as good. Yeah, different. Ugh, I hate when that happens. They're trying to make it all healthy, and you know. Mm. Well, yeah, I got a bit admit I'm I was having a really hard time pulling something as a sit down dessert because honestly, since I like lost the weight I lost about four years ago, I, I don't do desserts very much, even when I'm on vacation. Um, but thinking um i i did and this yeah this is going to come as a total shocker given the fact that um i i liked the sampling dessert they had at the wave and that was actually the only thing that i liked there um, exactly they, yeah which they, i mean the rest of it not interested but where they gave you sample like four different small samples of desserts um that was pretty good so I did like that. I also, um, I have to say, you know, anything at Kona, pretty much on the dessert trays up there, the creme brulee came to mind, Ian, and I didn't want to steal that, but, but that kind of stuff up there. there anything there is really good. Uh, now, when it comes down to otherwise, I definitely have a favorite there, and I'm surprised nobody went this direction, but uh, churros and margarita from Mexico. 
without we knew, a doubt. Because we knew you were going there. Yeah, I mean. Steal your thunder. I mean, but it has to be paired together. And the churros have to be fresh. When I go over there, I specifically ask if they've just come out. Like, if they've been sitting for a while. Carol, I can't hear you, so plug and unplug. But uh, when, uh, you know, when you go over there, they've got to be hot. They've got to be fresh. And the margaritas got to be fresh. got to be larger than life. Yes. So that's what I love. I need a churro. Do, do you do the Fiesta mar- margarita? Oh, fi- so you get f- all flavors? Or is... No, it's just a cla- the classic that's, lime that's- margarita. That taste with the cinnamon and the, the warm dough is just... I mean, that's with that paired with uh, then Reflections of Earth. And, and Mel's not here to... Yeah, we could talk about... Well, it. Carol hates it, too, though. But I don't I'm like a, it. Yeah, I'm not a huge dog, fan anymore. Dog, She's represented. Look at that. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, well, that's besides the point. But I, I like that together, to watch my show, to have my beverage, and, and do that. So, But you haven't had the Fiesta Margarita? They put them all together? They put mm. them all together in a layer. And then you oh, take your... Oh, so you get layers of goodness? Well, especially if you put your straw on the bottom, and you pull mm-hmm. it out as you're drinking, you get all... Yeah, it's really good. Try it's kind, it. of, kind of like layering Slurpees, right? Yeah. At 7-Eleven. But it's good, especially if you can't decide which kind you want. You all right. Know, right. Well, I'll That's, tell you I what. Got, I'm gonna make Next a week, I'm going to try that. On, Go ahead, on, Ian. Uh, on, on margaritas. Mm-hmm. Go inside. <laughs> Go Don't inside. Go to the cart. Go to La Cava Tequila. De tequila for your oh, 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 well, yeah. I, you, uh, <laughs> quite, quite frankly, you want to you want to call a dessert, but uh, we did a a um, what is it? A, a liqueur tequila liqueur sampler. Mm-hmm. Gary and I did four different, you know, uh, kinds of. Thing, and it was like, you know, one was like chocolatey and one was, I mean, it was, that was fantastic. So, yeah, definitely go in there. Well, I used to always get them from the car outside. And then this past time I got the magic blue from uh, La Cava. And, and and just in general, the whole menu was, I mean, the, it was really good. I would, yeah, usually if you don't mind waiting a couple minutes to get in there. Actually, Did you, you know, do you have that? Well, issue? the line is long out front, though, too, though. The car can be quite, well, quite a wait. I yeah, don't know. A lot, of, a lot of drunks in Epcot, depending on when you go. <laughs> Sell it, Ian. The world. Very nice. <laughs> that was that was another complaint I had. Disney seems to have lost their uh, desire to police the the lushes because there were quite a few people, especially on the weekend nights, who were clearly uh, a few had a little yeah. too much, few really? over the line. Yeah, yeah. When you're when you're waiting wise, for, yeah. um. Illumination Jack can be a little gnarly, especially if you have kids. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, that's the thing. Look, I don't really mind so much if I'm by myself. Like, you know, I've been a rowdy drunk in the past, so it's kinda like <laughs> I get it. I don't think you notice it as much, to be honest. But when when you have your kids with you, your feelers are up, it's just different. It's yeah. different at even um, a atmosphere. little more than that. Like I was in line for, for the maelstrom and it was like, you know, say eight fifteen and like the whole queue was filled with like there was like four different groups of like you know early twenties, mm-hmm. and and they were like drunk and and being obnoxious and you know I mean look I mean I, I you know I, you've had to censor me out on the podcast in the past you know so I have a high tolerance for you know potentially offensive language I mean right and, and they were you know there was definitely some off color remarks and just some general. Uh, you know, kind of, and, and and I was really surprised they were being so. And nobody from Disney, you know, even 
There was no response at all. And, and there was other guests in the line that were clearly uncomfortable, and there was no kind of response. So it just, there, yeah, it, just, It's a good good thing my uh, my mom wasn't there. Just a word to the they wise. They would have gotten an earful, let me tell you. Drink responsibly, please, when you're in Disney World. Remember that you're around yeah, around kids. You know, come on. Keep keep it's I. You know, you want to do beers around the world. That's fine. Just take take a breather in between the beers and don't have them all at once. You know, just remember those of us who are there. This with public kids. service message brought to you by Ian Mitchell. On behalf of, <laughs> hey, Can I just, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Carol. I was just wanted to toss in one more dessert. Okay, yeah, yeah, please. The folks sticky are definitely coffee pudding at the Rose and Crown. Oh, yeah, that's good, too. Haven't had that in a long time. Kind of forgot about it. Good call. Yeah, it, it's good. I don't think I've had that. It's good. I've never oh. had it. Oh, hmm. it's good. Oh, oh, the souffle. <gasps> that's right. I did forget. Um, at uh, California Grill. Uh, that, oh, but everything's good there. Everything. Yeah, but the, as dessert. But th- there's, yeah. a, there's a sit-down dessert right there. Yeah, it's worth it. Order it before you put your order for your meal in that you want that for dessert. Yeah, you Get have it. to. You yeah. have to order it early. Because yeah. it takes like 30 yeah. minutes for them to, yeah. to do it. It's fantastic. Get it. Yeah, Definitely. it's good. There's no doubt about it. You know, actually, I had uh, to... Funny, that just your, came back to me. Your point about the... Um, the the flight of desserts, you know, yep. that you get. When I ate at Sanaa, I had the, um, I had like a, uh, a mixer dessert that was actually really good too. They had, um, you know, like chai, uh, chai cream and just a bunch of it. Was like a nice mango pudding, and I can't remember what the fourth. There was two other things, but it was a nice. They had some good desserts there too. I mean, a little more ethnic in flavor, not not vanilla ice cream for certain, but it, they were all really really tasty. Well, they have that too at Bomba in um, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Their dessert oh, bar is really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm that's trying to remember that zebra dome with the zebra domes. Zebra dome, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, What's a zebra dome? It's like a. It's made out of chocolate, and it's it's like mixed white and dark chocolate, or I guess it's milk chocolate, and it's filled with something. Gooey chocolate. Cookie bottom. It has rum. Cookie bottom. What's that, Jeff? Speak up. Speak up. I think it has rum rum in it. Yeah. Hmm. Tasty. Definitely has rum. Sounds good. Well, moving on, uh, since we've been talking about food, uh, it's almost a natural um, segue into uh, some details on the Food and Wine Festival, which is coming up um, September 30th through November 13th. For those of you who haven't been there, um, it includes like uh, 25 international marketplaces, um, tapas-sized portions, which basically are small portions of food that you can get all around the World Showcase that run from about $3 to $8 in price, some a little more. Um, Usually get to pair it, speaking of. We're talking about alcohol consumption at Epcot with beer, wine, or cocktails. Um, but there's some new stuff coming this year. Um, I saw where Hawaii, the Caribbean islands, and Portugal are all making uh, their debut this year. For for food booths? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. excellent. Yeah. Look for, what is it? Kalua pork sliders in Hawaii, which is interesting. Calamari salad in Portugal and Ropa Vieja in the Caribbean. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. So we, we've got some new, uh, uh, some new areas, some new, um, 
uh, regional specialties, things like that going on. Uh, apparently, a new Odyssey Lounge is opening where guests can check in with friends and family back home, play games, surf the web while enjoying a specialty cocktail or glass of wine or beer. There's even a charging station for mobile phones and other electronic devices. Hmm. So I guess that's going to be at the Odyssey restaurant, yep. sounds like. Yeah, the new Odyssey Lounge, probably turning the restaurant into So it's into like an internet cafe type of thing? Without kind of, the... Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like, where you can... Yeah, you well, can. heck, if they're going to do something with it, it's better than what's there yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. But quite frankly, again, be nice if it were open a ride. All the time. Well, or a ride. Yeah, <laughs> something to draw crowds away from. Sort. Yep. Um, celebrity chefs coming back this year. Um, yeah, the festival welcome center, which I'm going to guess is probably once again over at uh, what is it? Wonders of Life, probably. Um, Let's see. Also back, the First Bites opening reception on September 29th. And uh, don't forget about the Party for the Senses stuff that's going on. If you all haven't done that, that is a neat night to to um, do. It's a ticketed event, and you need to make reservations for it. Um, and it, it just fantastic. I mean, from food and wine tasting all in one location, great chefs. Um, usually they bring in, like, the Cirque performers and it's hosted in that special events pavilion right over by um england so do you have the date for that for booking yet john um i do not i'm li- that usually looking. books up really really quick well august 16th is the date you can start booking so there you okay, go because that they go quick yep. yep so um if you are interested in doing that guests can call 407 wdw fest f-e-s-t that's 939-3378 for more information so that's what i got on that that's coming sounds like fun i don't know about you guys but that that is absolutely my favorite um i just love going in october between that and the halloween party and yeah yep well i mean it's a good time to go yeah and we and we talked about that i i like the idea where they did the swipey cards where you could just charge your card and then just walk around the world and just keep trying stuff and oh, at the was, little food kiosk? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, talk about being able to blow a lot of money pretty quick. I mean, yeah. <laughs> before you know it. I don't need know, any help with that. There goes 100 bucks, you know, <laughs> and, and $8 sample portions, you know, and flights of beer and stuff like that. So, but uh, lots of fun coming. So, um, Carol, I think we'll go to you next on... Um, We've got some rehab stuff and also, okay. I guess, sounds like summer stuff coming yeah, up. Right? Um, not a lot under rehab, obviously, because they tend to don't do that during the summer months. But it's tough to be a bug has been added to the rehab um, schedule for, obviously, Animal Kingdom. It's going to be down August 15th through September 30th of this year. And then the Magic Kingdom Frontierland shooting arcade is going to be down from June 8th through September 30th. June through September? Yeah, so I don't know what That's they're doing extended. there. Yeah, normally they just freshen up the paint and, you know, or whatever. And that sounds like they may actually be... Um Doing a new facade or something. Some, yeah, some, yeah installing something for, new. That, yeah, that's a long for time. For four months, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, for those staying at Saratoga Springs, the Congress Park Leisure Pool is going to be closed August 1st through September 2nd. Okay. So those are the additionals through the rehab. And, just and where so can we find those, Carol? 
in Info Central. Yep. And you can find the quick links also right on the left-hand margin of the forums. Okay. And for those not seeing the front page of the message boards, um, the park calendar is updated through this year. It's through December of this year. And the so, park calendar, again, so you, you get to that how? Through the... Info Central tab at the top of the page or mm -hmm. on your quick links to the left-hand margin. Okay. And that also includes your Extra Magic Hour days, yep. the park hours, and the events are all through December. Now, just for rumor, and we can't confirm this yet, and I can't imagine that this isn't going to be true, but the talk is that they're going to be offering Fantasmic almost nightly again through really? the summer months. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. So there's been a big demand, a lot of complaints, and I think that in conjunction with raising, you know, like Ian says, we go full, full circle, raising the um, ticket prices. Ticket prices. You want you something know, going on every right. night there. Keep them yeah. over there to uh, I mean, Hollywood. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You're in the park. You, you want some sort of end of the Especially night. Especially during the summer months, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah that night, the nightly Fantasmic, I think it's supposed to go July 6th through September 30th or something. It's supposed yeah. to be nightly. I think those are that's what the reports are saying. But now they cut back um, and deleted the extra magic hours for evenings at Animal Kingdom, and th those are still not offered. They right. have not put those on. And like I said, the calendar has been released through to December. So Maybe that just didn't work out so good. And that's a shame because it's a beautiful Carol, park at night. Carol, we lost you again. Yep, it is. No, we, yeah, we, we've talked about that in the past where, you know, Animal Kingdom is is kind of fun to, to go through at night. And it's it's kind of a neat park to do. But, um, yep. So, not offering that, huh, Carol? Nope. Not through nope. December. And mm. then, um, obviously, unless something changes, we'll let them know. But And then Ian has the details of the concerts. But starting June 2nd through July 30th, there's going to be Sound Like Summer concerts at the American Garden Theater in Epcot. Mm -hmm. um, three shows nightly, 5.45, 7 p.m., and 8 p.m. Yeah, and now, just for those who don't know, the Sounds Like... Summer actually means tribute bands, um, and and some of the best probably in the business as well. But but cover bands who cover other folks and specialize in a particular artist. So, um, big in. Who? Yeah, who's yeah. who's coming? I got him. So do you want to you want to hear the uh, you want to hear the lineup? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so we've got. Uh, let's see here. We lost the page. Is what Jeff or Nancy, this is your chance to do some singing. Yeah, give me I'll a little. Give me, give me a little hold music. <laughs> You'll be losing Go little ahead, dialing Jeff. music. Right. Did you lose the page? Little dialing. I did. I uh, think somebody so, needs to be doing the BG songs. Somebody want to. Somebody want to give me the title of the event again, please. Sounds like summer. I yeah. I don't know where the page went. <laughs> As we live in a world of Two listeners gone. What? <laughs> See, my mind went right to SNL when they do their Mary Gibbons. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. The uh, unprepared, now, now prepared again. Go ahead. Sorry. 
now we're now you're now we're just getting pathetic. <laughs> yeah, you're right, and that's funny. I, I forgot about the SNL. Okay, it's skit. Four, it's it getting near midnight. Ready? So yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so we love we love our people, but it's a. Anybody know who's winning the hockey game? Isn't the NHL? Uh, I think that's tomorrow night. Oh, All I know tomorrow? is the Mets meet the Braves. I'm I'm okay. happy. All right, that's tomorrow night. You okay. know what? I know that LeBron James did not win the national <laughs> championship, and that makes me happy. Don't be a hater. Go I'm ahead. A- <laughs> what, yeah, what Mel's we, not here, so yeah, don't do that. Yeah, we don't need to turn I, this into sport. This is Sports Center. Here, all right. Can I tell one? We're LeBron. all punchy. Go ahead. So, Come on, just give, give us the lineup for Sounds Like Summer already. first. So build LeBron up. Hating. So, so June twelfth to June eighteenth, um, which is actually now, we have Hotel California, which is a salute the, to Eagles. the Eagles. Right. Yep. Really, John, you're going to do this for everyone. I, I, how about this? Let's turn Welcome this into a game. Let's turn Canada. this into a game. I will give you the name of the band. You tell me who they're attributed. Okay. See, this this is fun. I can do okay. this. Now right. we got a little. <laughs> away. Now we got a little. Can segment. we do it in the form of Jeopardy and answer with a question? What is okay? Very good. Okay. Yeah. Who okay. are? Let's go. June nineteenth, June twenty fifth. We have staying alive. Well, who are the Bee Gees? That would be correct. June twenty sixth to July second, we have slippery when wet. Who is who uh, Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi. Right, very good. I think You're Jeff got that one. This one's a little bit of a challenge. Let's see. I'm having trouble with my buzzer. July 3rd to July 9th, we have Little Queen. Who are Heart? That, that's right. Very good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I should have known that. Yeah. Good. Jeff's ahead. July 10th to the 16th, we have Frontiers. Uh, who is Journey? Correct. July 17th to July 23rd, we have Karen Lawson. I'm not going to waste your time with it. You'll never get this, but I'll give you another clue. Yes. Wardrobe malfunction. Uh, who's Janet Jackson? I'll be correct. <laughs> and on Je- <laughs> July be quicker, Jeff. to July 30th, we have two you. Who's you two? Who's you two? That's correct. So there's your full, <laughs> there is your full Sounds Like Summer concert series. Uh, this schedule. is fun. Can we do this, Mora? That wasn't Play the game show. We, we need yeah. to get little buzzers, though. Yeah. To yeah. ring in. I thought it was a new segment. We'll do a trivia segment. That is fun. When it comes to music. All right. So, uh, Sounds Like Summer, Epcot, June. beer yet? What is it? Have we mentioned beer yet? Hey, Jeff took care of that right out of the gate. We got Duffy. Yeah. And you got Duffy. You got beer. Horizons. Horizons. And you got Horizons. Okay. And we sang. Just making sure we're covered. We, yeah, we definitely sang. So. Sang for probably more than our guests and our, our audience. <laughs> Um, did you guys uh, see the um, the pictures and details about uh, storybook uh, circus area in Fanny Fantasyland? Fanny, I saw Fantasyland. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's near midnight. <laughs> I'm starting to lose it. In Fantasyland, that's, that's a whole different other, park. That's another podcast. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, a whole different park. <laughs> yes, they had concept art, didn't it? Come out. Somebody had concept art today. Yeah, there there actually was some uh, some I concept art. Yep. So storybook circus. Find that concept art. Uh, I think on the official Disney blog, I blog, think has some think of that, so, yeah. that info. Yeah. That's pretty much how they release anything nowadays. Um, uh, the storybook circus is going to be based on Dumbo. Um, and let me see. It's going to be filled with colorful circus tents, nods to the famous film. For example, guests, especially little ones, are welcome to cool down with Casey Jr., who can be found near the train station getting splashed with playful or by playful circus animals. So 
Um, Big Top Tents going to be in that area. Uh, the Barnstormer is going to be uh, a spiraling stunt plane built by the great Goofini. Yeah, there's so. actually great Goofini signage outside that area. In the, uh, yes, sir. So that's where they're headed with that. Pretty cool. We have breaking news, breaking Disney news for those of you interested. Okay, cool. Disney has officially announced Rapunzel will become the 10th official Disney princess. Oh, yes, I saw that on the Twitter before. The coronation will take place in October at a celebration to be held at Kensington Palace in London. Wow. Going a all Disney out on that one. Person, Mary Beach, said in a press release, once Rapunzel becomes an official member of the Disney princess court, she will be celebrated and recognized as such across Disney and will be included in all Disney princess products featuring multiple characters. In addition, having her own merchandise line. Plus... Across all Disney parks, Rapunzel will for the first time wear her royal tiara, stolen from the kingdom by Flynn Rider. This is breaking oh. news, folks. Brought to you. Well, in actuality, right it's, it's in the news forum at Intercop Boards. Right. Uh-huh. Released um, this morning by our very own cast member, WWD. So, so, so it depends on your definition of breaking, I suppose. <laughs> Well, it broke this morning, so it it's breaking broke, today. Broke today, it was, yeah, almost yesterday. <laughs> oh, Actually, Carol just dissed you, Ian. Okay, that's all right. She's right. I'm just saying. I saw it. I thought it was, you know, unbelievable. So, for the latest news and information, definitely hit the Intercot News that's board, yeah. News Forum, <laughs> News and Rumors Forum. <laughs> You'll always get the latest. Oh, and and a plug for again, Jason and uh, the tidbits. You know, usually once a month he comes out and updates then throughout the month with the latest news and rumors. So if you are into that sort of thing. Uh, he we really need to get Jason on job. a podcast. I know. We do. Are you all out right. there, Jason? Who, you listening? Who's going to bug him? Who's I think all him? of us should, and then we'll right. wear him down. We will. He said he was interested in doing it at one point, but then, you know, you. life happens. Like to all of us. Yeah, life happens, yeah. which is why we're all on a podcast at 11.20. At 11.30 at night. Okay, so we've only got, I think, one other thing to cover, and we can do this rather quickly, unless you guys have anything else. Um, so uh, Star Tours 3D opened in Disneyland. What was the wait time for Star Tours in Disneyland? Uh, they were, per se, in eight hours. Sometimes <laughs> they predicted more. What, and what is eight hours? Later. How many minutes is that? Six times? Uh, 480 minutes? What is a day? What is yeah, a day? A long, oh, you're, you're day? answering in the form of a question? Yes, uh, well, I'm still playing. Jeopardy's oh, she's over. still playing. <laughs> Try again. But I couldn't get any answers in with that other game, John. You were too yeah, good at the music thing. Wow. DJ for 10 years. That, that yeah. would do that. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, you're right. So eight hours. Is that what, what how, I saw, like four or five or six or something like that? I, I think I read the peak was eight hours at I one mean, time. But I that's mean. Disneyland. You will have people that that live nearby, and they will just come to do that ride. They, you got nothing better to do for eight hours, though? To st- I mean, it's a good ride. I, I mean, I like, like the new ride thing. and everything. Like you stand in line. But, John, were you there for buddy? any of the opening when they did um, – Oh goodness, my I'm getting um my brain's already sleeping. The, okay. the the Nemo, the new Nemo ride. It was crazy. Nemo Absolutely. the subs. Carol no, I went I went afterwards and the line was long enough, but um, Oh, it was absolutely crazy. You had to 
to start your morning there, like on a magic morning, and get in line, and it was way past the Matterhorn. Bring a lunch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's Disneyland. Yeah, right. I, w- I was there for Indiana Jones right after it first opened, <laughs> and the line was literally starting when you walked in the park. It was on Main Street. They said, here's the line for Indiana Jones. I was like, I don't think so. And then you wait, and later in the day, it was pretty much walk-on. Well, the that's what Natalie... Um, one of Burnett. Burnett. On this, oh, Carol, plug, unplug, please. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll carry on. Yeah, Natalie had this, so for uh, the new Little Mermaid attraction that they're launching in Disney World. The construction on that started in Disneyland, you know, before. prior to right. Yeah, and the, and they actually did. Um, I think it was annual pass holder previews last week, or maybe even the week before now. Right. And, and Natalie had had told me that you know. I'm going to go try and, and get in on the on the preview, and the lines were like four hours, five hours to get through, you know, to see the preview. So, um, you know, it, uh, yeah, Disneyland's like that. New new attractions in Disneyland, the the locals just, you know, they take the day off from work, and you know, it's yeah. an event. They bring the picnic basket, and they show up with grandma, and you know, all the kids, and it's they all wait in line, and it's like a big. You know, they socialize with each other in line, and they're playing games and having fun and hanging out. So it's kind of like a... So different. Well, it's almost like a badge of honor. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they, And how long did you wait? Yeah. Yeah, and, John, you know, John, you, you, you made... Cat- Remember when you were young, and, and you, you used to have to wait in line for concert tickets? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, right, okay. You sleep out, you know, right. at the mall parking lot, and you, you know, at the, the Montgomery a, Mall, at the Montgomery lot. Mall parking lot, right? <laughs> but, so you get into Ticketmaster, and Disneyland will make a big spectacle. It's like an event where the right. um, celebrities will come. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. It's it's just a totally different atmosphere out there. Although you know what, Disney World got Lucas, and Disneyland didn't. So I'm uh-huh. just saying. You just sure? saying. Yeah, I'm pretty just sure. Disneyland. Because he was on vacation in Florida. He he can do California anytime. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm but I sure. he was at, I saw the pictures. He was at, wasn't he at Disneyland's too? I think he did both. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did both, did he? Yeah, before it opened. Before the sneak peeks, he was the first person on or something. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean at the official grand opening, though. All right, now you're just being picky, John. Well, that's me. <laughs> did you okay. see the Disneyland Darth Vader commercial? No. No, on running on the networks. It's, it? it's showing out on the West Coast. It's Darth Vader does Disneyland. It is the oh, funniest thing I have oh, ever. Seen. But they have one. They have one in in Orlando that I saw. It's not. He doesn't do Disneyland, but the, the uh, Disney World. But the, he. Oh, did, I'll have to look. Commercial. Oh, YouTube um, has Darth Vader goes to Disneyland. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That might. It says the, this might be the most clever video Disney Parks has produced yet. It is utterly fantastic. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, we'll have to watch that. Yeah, I have oh, the oh. West Coast channels on my Hold dish. Hold on, stand by. Are you going to do the audio? Oh, really, John? Yeah, this I is- can hear it. I don't know if you guys can. Nah, it's a fail. No. No. Uh, bummer. Okay. We only ever hear Ian's Hawaiian music when he brings up the DVC page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Every time. Oh, that this is this is classic. Isn't oh, you great? guys! You guys have to see it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I was just looking at. Yeah, basically, Darth walks up with a couple stormtroopers to the entrance of the ride, and it says "opening soon." <laughs> and he like, like looks at the guys, and they start heading off into the park, and they've got Darth riding Dumbo. Here. <laughs> oh, that's classic. 
Oh my goodness! But should we should we play the Hawaiian music, Carol? Just so we can you know have that. Oh, no, it's, it's usually a surprise because you sneak on the site and then all of a sudden we hear. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So I, I'm Pretty going to. Uh, too, huh? yeah. I'm going to recommend it. So. Makes you want to go to Hawaii, and that's for sure. Oh yeah. well, I mean, are you going to go, Carol? I, I'm. I just have my points all tapped out for Disneyland and. Walt Disney World. Yeah, we're going to... I think... I mean, the kids are too little to go, but I think 2013, we'll, we'll, we're going to try and get out there. Yeah, I would like I to. i got to check it out. So, anyway, recapping, very culturally different on the West Coast versus the East Coast. Yeah, right? totally different. So. We could do a whole... And should someday do a whole podcast on Disneyland and why it's better than Disney World. Yeah, I got, I got to get back out there again. It's been a little while since since I've but been. But based there. on what I've heard from Nat, I was planning on going out for the Cars Land opening next year, but I got hold off on that. I'm actually thinking we may do a like Disneyland and then a Hawaii thing in 2013. You know, break well, really, up. because that would break up the break, you yeah, six the hours Hawaii. and then stay yeah. in California. That's what we were going to do. Yeah, yeah I think that's what we're going to do too. Very smart. Yep, hmm. coming from this coast. Awesome. Yeah, I know. Anybody have anything else? Did I, do we miss anything? Anything going on, Jeff? Missed some sleep. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So I, I want to get everybody out the door before midnight here. Um, We're close, and, and uh, you know we'll be back in a, a couple of weeks from now, um, taping episode eighteen. 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 Thing. Yeah, we're coming up on our 20th anniversary already. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I, I, well, taping every other week. So we've been taping for about a. What a half a year now, so and it's longer than that. Weeks or been, so. I mean, actually, it's a been longer. it's been longer than that. I was actually just about to say, you know, I, we did our first episode in like October of last year. Was it? Yeah. Because yeah, there have been some weeks where we've had to go three weeks instead of two weeks yeah. in between. But I mean, but, it's it's eighteen weeks. I mean, you know, we're 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 I'm sorry, eighteen episodes. I mean, that's double. You know, you're you're, you're well over half a year. Yeah. Pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so far, the experiment has worked out pretty well. Your anniversary. <laughs> yeah, really? Actually, you know, if we time it right, John, we may be in Disney World celebrating Intercot's 15th anniversary when we're celebrating our two-year podcast anniversary. So that could be kind of which, cool. which reminds me, we've been getting, I've been getting like some private messages and stuff asking for when details. When are you going to so, do that? Right? Yeah. It, yeah. It, so we'll just. It, let people know as they because we have to get the date chat right for those who want to yeah who's who who want more information on that yeah the the dates and things like that should come around october of this year so we'll give you almost a year in advance to plan your trip Uh, but i should know better um pretty much precisely when things will be and i may even be able to to uh, figure out before then when that'll be but October, and we'll give you more details, hopefully, in the coming weeks. Um, but, yeah. But stay tuned. But, it, but it's definitely a must-do, so make sure you uh, you keep that month. Yeah, guys. I mean, I, I can't stress this enough. The last time we did it, it was quite amazing. Um, and, oh, it was so much fun. And, we, yeah, we all had a ton of fun. And, I, I mean, it turned out better than I could have ever imagined. And I it think It was, this, like... <laughs> the most i mean it was it was just unbelievable we had like four days of just some of the best times redonkulous yeah it was crazy 
but yeah. By the way, we launched our first our first episode hit iTunes on October first, twenty ten. So okay. we actually did the recording in September. Wow. Okay. Well, so we've been doing this for quite a while now. This sure. is good. Yeah. And people yeah. keep listening, which is really sort of well. That's what's keep encouraging us to do it. So yeah. and no? recording <laughs> at uh, you know twelve at, at night. As I, as I mentioned previously, these are the sacrifices we make for our members. For you. The members, members. yes. Love them, so. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I'm going to thank Ian Mitchell. Thank you, Ian. You're welcome, John. Carol, thank you for hanging out. Nancy, thanks for sitting in. We appreciate it. Happy and, to be here. And Jeff, let's get you on again and next time talk a little more. Sure, anytime. Just <laughs> he had a hard time getting a word in it. Yeah, anytime you're on with Ian, good luck. It was loquacious. Oh, no, John, listen, pal. Pot, pot, don't call black, my friend. Yeah, Jeff and I once shared an overpriced room at the Animal Kingdom Lodge that we never actually did get reimbursed for. Ian, you've shared rooms with almost everybody. I, I mean, this never is a common never thread. Or Nancy, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> On the guy side of the intercom. Gary, I shared a room with Gary. You see, I'm telling you. We shared a room with, with Jeff, yeah. Right. yeah Jeff and, and, and my brother and I actually shared a room at the Animal Kingdom Lodge for the Intercot Odyssey, which was 10 years ago. And 20 minutes yeah. later, we'll still and be they, And they, they double charged us for the room. Triple charged us, I think. Triple charges, you're right. We're still waiting for our refunded. Never, never, never came. Checks in the mail. And Check. with that, we're going to bring episode 17 to a close. I think that'd be a good title. Checks in the mail. There you go. All right. Thanks, everybody, for participating, and we'll see you in two weeks. Have a good night. Or day. Or afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>